1: supernatural what happens when the devil himself knocks on your door presents you with disease presents you with family problems presents you with financial problems everyone knows these things happen that is life but what happens if there is a way to stop him cold What if it is so simple, yet so profound, so easy as saying to a waiter, I didn't order that. (laughs) My guest says yes. Do you want to find out how? Yes! We hear the word all the time, strongholds. What exactly is a stronghold?
2: You know, this is a great question. People ask me this all the time. And a stronghold, it is a lie that the enemy speaks to us in our thoughts or in our emotion. It is not true, but we count it as true, and we believe that lie, and therefore it becomes a stronghold. Uh, Give me some examples of some. Oh, gosh. There can be strongholds of depression. This is a huge problem in our society and culture. It is. Fear and anxiety. We're seeing a lot with perversion, a lot with pornography. There can be unbelief. You know, some some people said, what I see that is so amazing as well is people will read the Bible. Believers will read the Bible. But there's this voice, this stronghold, this lie in their thoughts telling them, you know, that happened for that person, but it can never happen for you. But,
1: But you know what? I have found People have been believers for a long period of time Mm -hmm. and they believe with every fiber of their being, but they've been prayed for personally so many times by the greatest evangelists in the world and they've never been healed. So they say, I believe, but there's a voice inside of them saying, but not. It's not going to happen to me. It's not going to happen That's a stronghold. To me. That
2: is a stronghold. And that is, one of, that is one of the key things that is keeping them bound to not receive the full freedom and healing that God has for them. You know, I'm so passionate about this because we've seen so many people healed. You know, we, we, uh, we I, I have a and, phrase. And
1: that's a question I have yeah. for you. You say when you remove the stronghold...
2: Yes. The healing flows. Yes. Is this your experience? Absolutely it's been our experience. You know, one of uh, the most powerful testimonies is there is a pastor, and he had incurable uh, cancer and liver, and in his liver, and he actually, you know, he, he was an older man, and he got this diagnosis, and we were holding a healing service, and he came right after he received that diagnosis, and, you know, he had a choice. There was a choice. I can either believe this report, or I can stand in a place of, I didn't order this, therefore I'm not going to receive this. And lots of times people think they have to receive something because it's been spoken to them, or that lie has been repeated in their mind so many times. And you know
1: what's coming to me, Becca? People do have faith. You do have faith. Yes. You have faith in a doctor's report. I want (laughs) you to have faith in God's report. It's a no contest.
2: It's a no contest. Can I put it in a real simple example that we can all grab hold of? You know, I love Tex-Mex, right? And I love soft cheese tacos. And I have my favorite restaurant in Dallas, Texas. So I go once a year because I live in Colorado. So I am waiting all year to get those soft cheese tacos. (laughs) If I show up at that restaurant and I place my order after waiting a year and I get chicken fajitas, eat those chicken chicken fajitas, why? Because I didn't order them. I'm going to say very kindly, this is not what I ordered. I want what I ordered on the menu. The same thing is true in our thoughts and our emotions, that if we didn't order it, if we're not wanting that, we don't have to receive it.
1: So do you literally say, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to ungrasp this. When you, when, 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 when you have a thought, Becca is saying, for you to say, just like you were in that restaurant waiting right. for your favorite tacos, and, and they give you some spinach
2: instead, <laughs> I didn't order that. With that audacity? With that audacity. Listen, I do this in my home. We've taught this in our home. I will be in my bedroom at times. I said, I will lay hands on my head and I will say, I take my thoughts captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. I did not order that. And I start singing out or worshiping out on the goodness of who God is and teaching my mind to refocus. Okay,
1: so what about this pastor with incurable. Cancer. He didn't order it. What happened to him?
2: He didn't order it. So he stood and he said, I didn't order this. This is not the report of the Lord for me. So I'm going to stand in faith. And we prayed. He prayed. And six months later, he returned to the doctor and the cancer was totally gone. He's cancer free. And so he stood in faith on the truth of who God said he was instead of believing that lie. And he moved forward with the report of the Lord.
1: You, you teach that our thoughts actually become a reality, and you said something shocking about how much our thoughts are negative. How did we become such negative people? You know, 80%
2: of our thoughts are negative. You know, but look at the world around us. Look at what yeah. we see. Look at yeah, what Just happening. watch the news. Watch the news. <laughs> you know, you can get sad really fast watching the news. So the reality is we're surrounded in a world where there's darkness. But the good news is, and you know, I love it when um, medicine catches up with what God says in the Bible. You know, when we as humans. And so, you know, Proverbs 23, 7 says, says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is, so he becomes. And so the reality is if we learn to think on, we start thinking on the truth of who God says that we are instead of believing the report around us. You know, medicine will even say this. You know, I even have this in the book. I have it where it says we have to dismantle our wrong thinking and rewire our brain. And we can rewire our brain. See, what happens is our brain, it has synopsis and you know that it releases and what happens is it trains not only our thoughts and our emotions but our physical body to react to how we're thinking and so not only can God set us free and dismantle strongholds but we can totally rewire our thinking I used to have depression I oh, am let not me, let depressed me, let me
1: take you back you get, you're, you're a nice Christian girl, you get saved at yes. 12, uh, but then the college experience. The college And experience. you
2: go ballistic. I go ballistic. I was a prodigal. I was walking in rebellion. Loved my family, still related to them, but said I was doing everything that I shouldn't do, drugs, alcohol, I mean just everything for three years, but praise God for a righteous inheritance.
1: Okay, depression was your middle name. Yes. I I mean, you were, because I guess it had, you knew the truth. Yes. And yet you had these strongholds that developed. Yes. And so you were, you know, you're you're almost schizophrenic. I know the truth, but I got this (laughs) stronghold. I know the, uh, it's true. And Becca says, if she can be freed, you can be freed too. Depression does not have to be your middle name. Fear does not have to be your middle name. We're going to talk about that when we come back in just a moment.
0: We'll be right back to It's Supernatural.
3: Our world is rife with comparisons about what separates us. Day after day, we go about our lives with tunnel vision, but Scripture tells us how Messiah broke down the wall between Jew and Gentile, allowing for the creation of one new man, one new humanity. This spiritual completeness is set to usher in the greatest move toward God the world has ever known. Sid Roth has discovered Scripture's key to reaching the Jewish people with God's love. One New Humanity opens the door for God to move in signs and wonders, and all will see the evidence of the invisible God promised in Scripture. At SidRoth.org, you'll find mentoring tools to empower you to share how One New Humanity is critical to bringing multitudes to know God. You'll understand Israel and the Jewish roots of the church, and how all the nations of the earth will experience blessings unseen in human history. Log on to SidRoth.org today and learn how one new man is the key to unlocking God's greatest
0: blessings. We now return to It's Supernatural.
1: Now, you know, back up. what causes someone that loves the Lord, is raised in a good Christian home. The minute they go to college, they go ballistic. Uh,
2: why? Yeah, there was a, there's a strong line. There's a strong lie out there in culture, and the lie that I was believing was that everybody else in the world is doing this, even though you were raised in a Christian home and had Christian values. There's nothing wrong with this. You can do this. And it was very subtle. It's just very subtle. So you hear those thoughts in your mind, but then you're around people that are actually saying this to you. You know, it's okay. This really isn't that big of a deal. You can try that drug. You can you can try that strong drink this one time. It's, it's not going to harm you.
1: And, and you know what? Today it's even worse. It's even worse. There, 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 there's no boundaries of morality right. from the professors uh, to the media, uh, to their friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't see how a young kid can get through college even with a good foundation.
2: It's very difficult, and it is in the darkness in that realm, especially on college campuses. It's like an assignment of the enemy to get the next generation to keep them from the fullness of destiny. There's so much prophetic destiny that is in this next generation, and the enemy will do everything he can to entrap them in sin and in strongholds to keep them from the fullness of destiny.
1: Uh, What is it in us as people that we need the approval of people that they're looking for their approval? Uh, it's like the blind leading the blind. How are we so crazy, so Meshuggah?
2: <laughs> you know, the reality is God created in each of us. We have that desire to need Him, and we have that desire to love Him and to connect with His Father's heart.
1: So, so if we don't accept the truth, we'll believe a lie. We'll
2: believe a lie. We'll exchange the truth about God for a lie.
1: And, and but you, you eventually came to your senses you came back to god yes.
2: and guess what Things got worse. They got worse. What happened? You know, we came to the Lord, became spirit filled. You know, I was experiencing the presence of the Lord. I could go into church, Sid, and the corporate worship was awesome for me because it helped me. But there was a tormenting voice in my mind, a tormenting voice that said, "This a lie of the enemy. Remember all those sins you committed. God's not ever fully going to forgive you. You are totally disqualified from being used in the kingdom of God." And it would get louder and louder, and that tormenting voice became so loud that I started to walk in depression. And can I share with you how I got freedom? There was one day that I put our oldest daughter, who was 24, she was two at the time, and she was already seeing in the prophetic, she was seeing angels and seeing demons. We knew that, and that's another long story. But the reality is I put her down for a nap, and the Lord told me to read about the woman with the issue of blood. And I did, and he said, don't just read it, study it. And this particular day, that voice, that tormenting voice was roaring like a lion in my mind. And I began to study it, and I realized 12 years this woman needed healing. She spent all of her money. She couldn't have any physical contact for 12 years because people would be unclean. And then she had to shout, unclean, 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 anytime she was around people so they wouldn't touch her. And, you know, so I don't, she, I don't
1: even know how that woman could function with a Can you a imagine life 12 like years? No I mean, I mean, human and, and, contact. And, and, I, I mean, no doctor could help her. No doctor. People kept their distance because in the Jewish law, That
2: was an unclean person. That's right. And so here she is. And she has to shout. She's speaking this. There's power in our words. It becomes a word curse. Man, the enemy will grab hold of that and empower what he's doing in your life. And so, because he's a legalist. And so I'm realizing this and I could see this when I was studying it and she pressed through and we know what happened. She grabbed the hem of his garment. She was healed. Now, when she did that, she took her own life in her hands because now she's touching people having to get Jesus because there is a crowd Around him, so I see this, and the Lord just allowed me to spiritually, and I I fell on my living room floor, and I shouted, "Jesus, I'm grabbing hold of the hem of your garment, and I'm not letting go. If you healed her, you can heal me." And my shouting woke up our two-year-old daughter, and in her two-year-old voice, "Mommy, I hungry. Mama, why you crying? Why are you crying, Mama? Mama, (laughs) I hungry." So and so finally, after ten minutes, you know, you hear your child and I felt the presence of the Lord and I got up and I got. I worked really hard on her snack that day, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I put her in her booster seat. I'll never forget this moment. The enemy was roaring in my mind. I didn't leave. I told you if you called out to him, he wouldn't help you. And all of a sudden, my little two-year-old who sees in the spirit starts laughing uncontrollably. Ah! <laughs> It's so funny, Mama." And I'm like, what is so funny? And I said, fi- finally, I said, Baby, what is it? She said, Mama, don't you see? And she got up out of her booster seat and she started walking back and forth in front of me like a warrior Oh, <laughs> oh and laughing. I said, Baby, what is it? And she pointed her little finger out the back window of her home. She said, Mama, it's Jesus, an angel, doing this for you. Oh, and started walking back. Walking in victory. Like a warrior. And I said, Lord, if you're here fighting for me, I'm going to fight with you. And so I got to the church that night and I stayed in prayer, felt the presence of the Lord, went up to my home group pastor, grabbed her arm. I said, Tonight is my night for freedom. And she looked at me. She'd been praying for me and she wanted me to see it. And she said, You're right said, the prayer she prayed was so simple. She laid hands on my eyes and she said, Lord, show her what you want her to see. And I had this vision and there was this ancient book and I knew it was in the hands of Jesus and it had writing and this light shining across it and I couldn't see it. So the Lord brought it to my face and I saw my name, Rebecca Long, my maiden name, Greenwood, written in gold in the Lamb's Book of Life. And I fell on the floor and I began to weep. And another pastor came from across the room and he laid hands on me, said the same words, real simple, Lord, show her what you want her to see. And at this time, the Lord took me in another vision and it was Jesus. And he was coming toward me on the cloud and the wind of the Holy Spirit. And he got right here. I could just see him face to face. And he said, Becca, take up your cross, follow me, it is over, it is finished. And when that word finished came out of his mouth, every bit of the torment, the guilt, the shame, the condemnation, depression, it flew off of me. It couldn't stay. And I got up off that floor and I have been filled with joy and haven't had one moment of depression. That was over 21 years ago.
1: Yeah, you no. Know, I find that I, I had dinner with you and your the, the daughter that saw the vision. Uh, not the vision. Actually, I uh, saw Jesus uh, walking in victory. Uh, I had dinner with her last night. It's hard to believe that you had depression. I, I don't see any. It's
2: not a part of me anymore. And, and God
1: doesn't want it a part of you. That's and right. When we come back. Rebecca is going to pray one of the greatest secrets that God is showing her. It's what this generation, what you need, and that is to experience the love and acceptance of Father God. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be right back to It's Supernatural!
1: I am so excited to be releasing the brand new book by Becca Greenwood. It's called Defeating Strongholds of the Mind. Uh, Becca, although it's brand new, <laughs> you're getting the most amazing feedback. What, what will this book and the CD series do for people.
2: You know, Sid, I am so excited about the book and the CD series. And I just want to say to each of you watching, when we were taping yesterday in the audio, doing the audio taping, the glory presence of God was so tangible and the anointing for freedom. And I'm going to say that again. The anointing for freedom was evident. And so when you listen to these CDs, not only are you going to hear teaching and receive impartation, but it's going to carry the anointing for deliverance and inner healing. Friends, I am so passionate about this because I myself used to be bound by fear, uh, by depression. That is so funny to me now because God so set me free. Depression isn't even a part of who I am. You know, the beauty is if God can set me free, He can set you free. And I have been free now for over 21 years, walking in the joy of the Lord. And we We have seen so many people since this book came out. I was just in Texas last weekend and after speaking lots of times they try to whisk you out quickly. I was going to another meeting. And so I get to that, they're whisking me out to go to this other meeting and this young teenage boy, he comes literally chasing behind me, running after me, Becca, Becca, Becca. And I stopped and he said, I could not get freedom. And when I read your book, Defeating Strongholds of the Mind, I am totally set free. That same weekend this beautiful woman said, 25 years, I could not get complete freedom from my past, from drug addiction. I read your books. I prayed the prayer at the end, and I have been speaking out loud the scriptural truths of who I am in this book, and I am totally set free, Becca, after 25 years. This is what God wants for you. He wants you free. So I encourage you to get the book, Defeating Strongholds of the Mind, with the CDs. And at the end, the last CDs, that last CD, we actually have prayers where I am praying over you. You know, the reality is many of you are like, man, I'd love a deliverance minister to pray for me. But you know, you might not know anyone in your area. Well I pray prayers of deliverance on this last CD of this set to pray over you so you yourself can come into freedom. So I am expectant. I know that God is going to set you free as you listen to these CDs.
1: But what are some of the symptoms that someone that might be struggling with a stronghold and doesn't, they think it's them. But what are some of the symptoms of someone struggling with a stronghold?
2: You know, that's a great question. You know, a stronghold, you know, you could have symptoms. Say that, you know, if you just have one fleeting thought of something like every two or three months, you know, that's, that's not a stronghold. But if you have like, uh, you, know, a fle- you know, where you're gripped, and I'm just going to make it really relevant, you have thoughts of where you are wanting to view pornography every day. That's a stronghold. If you have thoughts daily of, no one loves me, I'm rejected. That um, I'm never going to have friendships, and that follows you daily in your life. That is a stronghold. If you're if you're afraid of heights, fear of dark, fear of, of failure, fear of relationships. If you're struggling with depression, you're going to be sad. You're going to have harassing, tormenting thoughts. Maybe suicidal thoughts. Maybe some of you cut. If you're doing those things, that's a huge indicator. You've got a stronghold, and God wants you. Free.
1: And something that you teach is a stronghold is a lie.
2: It is a lie of the enemy. It is a lie that the enemy speaks to us, and it's false, but we count it as true. We start believing it. We start entertaining it. And you know what happens when we entertain those thoughts? Eventually it becomes an action, and that action eventually will become a habit. Then that habit will eventually sow into our character. And then what's in our character will sow a destiny. So let's sow a kingdom destiny of who God says we are and not a lie of the enemy.
1: And I am so excited to release this exclusive bonus CD called Personal Prayers for Defeating Strongholds. And what, what is so wonderful, how many of you have had a very knowledgeable person, a very anointed person, Pray personal prayers over you just for you to set you free. This book is a must because let's face it, the devil's big hold on believers is lies that have been planted in their mind, and when you get this revelation, you are going to defeat every stronghold in your mind. Uh, And when you listen to the special exclusive bonus CD and the other CDs, the presence of God is going to just overtake you, and you're going to complete the good call that God has on your life. You have not missed it. Amen. Let's get rid of those strongholds in Jesus' name and fulfill your destiny for an investment of 45 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. Once again, that's one 800 447 Twenty-six ninety-seven, Or go to our website at SidRoth.org. That's SidRoth.org.
0: We now return to It's Supernatural!
1: Now you may not be dealing with depression, and maybe you are, but there are other traps that lead to strongholds. Tell me what these traps are.
2: There can be trauma. There can be abandonment. Uh, There can be people who are steeped in occult practices. Or maybe they've had past family members that have been involved in sin or occult practices. And and then that stronghold can come down the family line.
1: That that almost sounds unfair. Right. It had nothing to do with the person, but some relative who they might not even know was involved in these things. And they passed out. Tell me about Frank.
2: Frank, oh, this is a powerful testimony. Frank was a leader in the body of Christ, and he had gone into the doctor, and he had 80% blockage in one of his arteries to his kidneys, and then 40, it was between 40 and 60% um, when they did the first test on another artery going to his kidney. So he knew that his family had been involved in the occult. They had been involved in witchcraft in past generations. Not him. He had been raised a believer and Christian. But the enemy has never, nor will he ever play fair he comes to kill steal and destroy but God comes to give life abundantly and God was using Frank powerfully so the enemy wanted to take any way that he could of an open door in that family generational bloodline to cause that infirmity because of the occult activity to come on Frank so he called prayed for him over the phone and ministered deliverance and freedom broke all of those strongholds in the family bloodline and he went back to the doctor the next day to have the ultrasound before they took him into surgery all the blockage in his arteries were totally gone he was completely healed and they canceled the surgery
1: you told me when I talked to you on the phone of all the things God has taught you the most significant Mm. is understanding the acceptance and love of God I want you to teach on that right now.
2: Well, Sid, you know, it's like what we said earlier. Satan wants us to exchange the truth about God with a lie. And he wants us to believe that God does not love us, he wants us to not understand. The Father's love. He wants us to rob us of that inheritance. And the reality is, is the Father's love when we begin encountering him. So he gives us blessings. He did it with all, you know, he did it throughout all the Old Testament. Jesus blessed the disciples before he ascended. God wants us to have a Father's blessing. So I want to share from my personal testimony about the Father's love. And as I do this, I even want the listener, I want you as the listener, I want you to relate this a lot Allow the glory and the love of the Father to touch you through this testimony. But I was a daddy's girl. I loved my daddy, and I realize many people don't have that with their biological father and mother. And so, but I was raised, just listen to this testimony, because while I'm speaking this, this is what happens in the nations. God's going to touch you with the Father's love, and you're going to have an encounter as I'm sharing this. And so I I love my dad, whether it was fishing, whether it was shooting guns, I'm actually the best shot out of all the men in my family. And I love the Dallas Cowboys. I went to the home games with my dad. Don't stone the prophet. Woohoo, right? (laughs) And so we would go to those games and I loved being with him. And we were very close and he went to be with Jesus January 21st, 2008. And that Father's blessing is so important. And it was one night. It was the last week of his life. And I walked over to the mirror. It was in the hospital to get myself ready for the day. And I thought my dad had drifted off to sleep. And I heard him call my name from the bed. He said, Becca. And I said, oh, Daddy, I'm sorry I woke you. He said, you didn't wake me. I want to tell you something. You're so beautiful.
0: Hmm.
2: I love you. I am so proud of you. Don't you ever stop studying the Word. Don't you ever stop teaching it. It was a Father's blessing.
1: But but Becca, so few people watching us right now have had that wonderful words from their parents.
2: Our Heavenly Father can release those words and fill every void. See, my dad used to always tap me on the nose three times when I was a little girl. And he'd smile that proud daddy smile. And the last day of his life, the last physical touch I had from my daddy was those three love mm. taps on my nose and that smile. And then he drifted off into eternity. And I told the Lord that night, I'm so going to miss those love taps. Three weeks later, I'm in a meeting and they're praying for me because my father just passed away and I closed my eyes. And all of a sudden, a, a friend walks in front of me. I didn't know she was there. And I felt those three love taps on my nose in the exact rhythm that my daddy used to do. And I opened my eyes and I said, I said, my dad used to do that. She goes, well, I don't know why, but when you, he told me to tap you three times. And when I, when you open your eyes to look at me, I'm supposed to look at you like I love you a whole lot. And I just said, this is what my dad used to do. And I'd never told her that. And she said, do you know, your dad was prophesying over you? I said, no. She said, Becca, you're called to the nations. And she said, do you know when the children of Israel would ride into battle to possess the land, the promised land, they would choose war horses and they would pull them out by the bridle and they would designate the one they were going to ride to extend the kingdom of God into the nations by tapping it three times on your nose. Pray right now. So right now for each person that is watching. Lord, release those love taps, the Father's love that they need. Right now, every place where they have had abandonment, where they have had rejection, where they have had an orphan belief that God is far off and he can't touch them and meet them right where they are. I break every lie right now, stronghold of the enemy, that he has spoken over you, that you cannot have the Father's love and I release the, even what we're feeling in the studio now, this glory, this glory of the Lord. I'm the love of the Father. I speak and release that Father's love to you and where you need, where you need those taps, where you need your heart touched, the Father's love is invading you now from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Now, I see right now that there are people that have had a problem with suicide and had thoughts of suicide and cutting and I break that stronghold of death and it came from the hurt from the past in your life and the fatherlessness. Every lie of fatherlessness is canceled now and I speak and release the Father's love in Jesus' name.
1: And now I'm going to tell you the truth. It's God's desire that all come to know him. You are part of all. That's the truth. That's right. If you believe that Jesus died for your sins and speak it with your mouth and invite Him to live inside of you and say with your mouth, I make you Lord, it's God's desire. He's just waiting for you. That's, That's right. the truth. I am so excited to be releasing the brand new book by. Becca Greenwood. It's called Defeating Strongholds of the Mind. Uh, Becca, although it's brand new, <laughs> you're getting the most amazing feedback. What, what will this book and the CD series? do for people.
2: You know, Sid, I am so excited about the book and the CD series. And I just want to say to each of you watching, when we were taping yesterday and the audio, doing the audio taping, the glory presence of God was so tangible and the anointing for freedom. And I'm going to say that again. The anointing for freedom was evident. And so when you listen to these CDs, not only are you going to hear teaching and receive impartation, but it's going to carry the anointing for deliverance and inner healing. Friends, I am so passionate about this because I myself used to be bound by fear, uh, by depression. That is so funny to me now because God so set me free. Depression isn't even a part of who I am. You know, the beauty is if God can set me free, he can set you free. And I have been free now for over 21 years, walking in the joy of the Lord, and we We have seen so many people since this book came out. I was just in Texas last weekend and after speaking lots of times they try to whisk you out quickly. I was going to another meeting. And so I get to that, they're whisking me out to go to this other meeting and this young teenage boy, he comes literally chasing behind me, running after me, Becca, Becca, Becca. And I stopped and he said, I could not get freedom. And when I read your book, Defeating Strongholds of the Mind, I am totally set free. That same weekend this beautiful woman said, 25 years, I could not get complete freedom from my past, from drug addiction. I read your books. I prayed the prayer at the end, and I have been speaking out loud the scriptural truths of who I am in this book, and I am totally set free, Becca, after 25 years. This is what God wants for you. He wants you free. So I encourage you to get the book, Defeating Strongholds of the Mind, with the CDs. And at the end, the last CDs, that last CD, we actually have prayers where I am praying over you. You know, the reality is many of you are like, man, I'd love a deliverance minister to pray for me. But you know, you might not know anyone in your area. Well I pray prayers of deliverance on this last CD of this set to pray over you so you yourself can come into freedom. So I am expectant. I know that God is going to set you free as you listen to these CDs.
1: What are some of the symptoms that someone that might be struggling with a stronghold and doesn't, they think it's them. But what are some of the symptoms of someone struggling with a stronghold? You
2: know, that's a great question. You know, a stronghold, you know, you could have symptoms. Say that, you know, if you just have one fleeting thought of something like every two or three months, you know, that's, that's not a stronghold. But if you have like, uh, you, know, a fle- you know, where you're gripped and I'm just going to make it really relevant, you have thoughts of where you are wanting to view pornography every day. That's a stronghold. If you have thoughts daily of, no one loves me, I'm rejected that um, I'm never going to have friendships, and that follows you daily in your life. That is a stronghold. If you're, if you're afraid of heights, fear of dark, fear of, of failure, fear of relationships, if you're struggling with depression, you're going to be sad. You're going to have harassing, tormenting thoughts, maybe suicidal thoughts, maybe some of you cut. If you're doing those things, that's a huge indicator. You've got a stronghold, and God wants you to. Free.
1: And something that you teach is a stronghold is a lie.
2: It is a lie of the enemy. It is a lie that the enemy speaks to us, and it's false, but we count it as true. We start believing it. We start entertaining it. And you know what happens when we entertain those thoughts? Eventually it becomes an action, and that action eventually will become a habit. Then that habit will eventually sow into our character and then what's in our character will sow a destiny. So let's sow a kingdom destiny of who God says we are and not a lie of the enemy.
1: And I am so excited to release this exclusive bonus CD called Personal Prayers for Defeating Strongholds. And what, what is so wonderful, how many of you have had a very knowledgeable person, a very anointed person, Pray personal prayers over you just for you to set you free. This book is a must because let's face it, the devil's hold on believers is lies that have been planted in their mind. And when you get this revelation, you're going to defeat every stronghold in your mind. Uh, And when you listen to the special exclusive bonus CD and the other CDs, the presence of God is going to just overtake you. And you're going to complete the good, Call that God has on your life. You have not missed it. Amen. Let's get rid of those strongholds in Jesus' name and fulfill your destiny for an investment of 45 US dollars. To order, call one 800 447 2697 Once again, that's one 800 447 2697 Twenty-six ninety-seven, Or go to our website at SidRoth.org. That's SidRoth.org. Next week on It's Supernatural! My guest is considered by many, uh, Bill Johnson for one, the most accurate prophet he has ever met. Now a few years ago, my guest had a dream. About the future of America. And this is what he has to share. I've never heard publicly before. But for the first time, he's been given permission to share it publicly. Would you like to hear it?
3: Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide.